0: Welcome to Meet the Musician at the Apple Store, Buchanan Street in Glasgow. Please welcome our guest moderator, BBC Radio 1 presenter, Ali McRae.
1: Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much for sticking around. And a big thank you to Raghu for that lovely performance. It Wasn't it brilliant? Thank you. Yes, it was. So uh, what we really want to do here uh, for the podcast is really, really get into your story of you know, what you, your life as a musician and, and how, how you came to have done all the amazing things you have done, including like playing Glastonbury, playing to tens of thousands in your homeland, and uh, playing Jules Holland, playing in front of the Queen, to name but a few. But let's take it um, right back to the start, and uh, talk about how you, how, how you got established as a musician.
0: Uh, it's, it's kind of a weird story. When I was eight, my father pushed me into learning classical dance. Of course, my figure does not endorse that fact anymore. Um, but I pursued that for 18 years almost, and I almost wanted to take it as my profession before my dad pushed me towards you know, taking science as a career. And I studied microbiology and then molecular biochemistry and wanted, almost became a scientist. But then when I was 19, a classmate of mine made fun of me for pursuing classical dance which is Bharatnatyam, which is usually pursued by women and not by men. And and with, because of that misconception, normally in the public, so that, it, that classical dance is pursued only by women, he made fun of me that it's very effeminate of me to pursue classical dance. And he used to play the guitar and sing songs in English, especially the pop songs. So, yeah, it kind of ticked me off. So... I said, "Okay, give me that stupid instrument of yours for two months, and I'll learn that instrument and and sing a song for you in English. It's no big deal, really. So that's how I started to learn to play the guitar on my own. And and I learned a song called 500 Miles in a couple of months, or maybe a couple of weeks, actually. And then I went back to him and showed him how that I could play the guitar. And it was not really a big deal to to play the guitar just to show that you're a man enough. But in those few days, I realized what a joy it is to play an instrument and, and just take in that thin air and throw it out in the form of a voice and a song. And and, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a feeling that I can't even describe. It's, it's a very personal thing. It, it probably is the only thing that can make me feel one with myself. And I complete like I, if, you, if you've seen me perform earlier, I automatically close my eyes and sing. I just can't open my eyes and sing. It's simply because I just love that feeling that it does. It's better than anything else. And it kind of got me hooked. And then I continued writing songs, making music. And it's only when I was in 20, in my late 20s, I realized that I should stop writing and thinking and singing in English. Because in those days, if you could play Hotel California note by note, you were considered as a good musician. But... Slowly, I think India is waking up now, and and the youngsters especially are very proud to wear their country, you know, wear India on their sleeve. And that's when I switched over to singing in my mother tongue and the language of my state, Kannada, and uh, start digging into poetry, which was written 17, 18th century, uh, and, and making melodies to it, but lace it with music, which is contemporary, so that the youngsters can enjoy it musically, and then eventually, get the message behind these amazing songs which was which were written centuries back so personally that's that's been my game uh, aim and, and journey so far into taking traditional poetry putting into music that youngsters can understand and enjoy and pass on the legacy yeah
1: fantastic so really you got got into music as kind of because of macho chauvinism, almost to show off. <laughs> it's very funny. I'm embarrassed to even tell that story. Anyway, <laughs> not at all. It's great to find out how someone get you know gets involved and it can happen yeah. in any way. Yeah. Um. So as you were, uh, you know, writing songs and making music, it'd be nice to hear a bit more about how you did, you know, bring that Western culture in. So it really was from learning those songs like Hotel California and then mixing that with your traditional it, songs. It, it, it
0: is really. Uh, my music is really what india is on the whole today uh, we are extremely uh, proud of our history uh, which is so rich in culture and traditional there's nothing that we don't have in terms of both uh, you know music dance science uh, uh, discoveries etc and and, and and but at the same time we are also open to embracing cultures from all around the world thanks to the entire 2000 Uh, the 20th century late 20th century and and, uh, i think that brought in the internet into and bangalore is the silicon valley of india and uh, we're bombarded with cultures from all around the world and bangalore has become over the period of time a very cosmopolitan city now people from all around the world come here so while i was growing up i was exposed to all cultures thanks to television and and then internet of course so i think my music is a reflection of just that it's a reflection of me growing up in a very traditional South Indian family, but at the same time being educated in a, a college and then exposed to every culture. So I, I could mix it all together, I guess. It's just a natural thing.
1: And we're, uh, we're here in the Glasgow Apple Store in the midst of the Celtic Connections Festival 2014. And I know you're no stranger to this festival. How yeah. do you find
0: Glasgow when you come here? We played a uh, couple of years back in Glasgow We did Oranmo and then we played here at this very stage too, uh, and we've had amazing response then. And yesterday, uh, it it was only stronger. We had a jam-packed house at Oranmore yesterday night, and uh, then we played on BBC Three at the Centre for Cultural Contemporary Arts. So even there, we got amazing reviews from people tweeting about whoever was listening and driving their car or sitting at home. Uh, it's been amazing. In fact, the entire touring to the UK since last four years, we've earned really hardcore fans who travel from cities to city following us. Like there are two ladies who followed us all the way from Leicester to just to watch us play yesterday at Oranmo. That was crazy, I thought. <laughs> so yeah, so things are uh, really looking up. We went on to become number one on iTunes on World Music Charts in the UK. We got featured on later with Jules Hall and we played Glastonbury, Lama Tree Festival, Latitude and Belladrum. A wonderful Uh, festival in the north of Scotland. So, Yeah, yeah, so the love has only been increasing and I hope it continues and we come back stronger every year. Excellent, we hope so as well. Thank you very much.
1: Um, Tonight's concert you're performing as part of the International Burns Night at the Hydro Arena, the brand new arena. How do you feel about that show tonight and maybe if you could talk a little bit about the man
0: himself, uh, Ravi Burns? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really read much of his poetry, but there is an India connection to it. we have the national poet, uh, Rabindranath Tagore, uh, who wrote the national anthem of our country and also hundreds and hundreds of incredible uh, poems and, and uh, uh, even stories. Uh, and he was so impressed with Robert Burns that he actually traveled all the way here searching for this man uh, of that amazing poetry. And, and eventually he's done translations of Robert Burns poetry into Bengali in, in, in uh, India so in that sense I think it's beautiful that um, a man from completely different country could inspire another incredibly inspiring person to make that journey and and connect at the level of art and I think all other boundaries just disappear and and brought the world together completely disparate worlds together and And I think if we all, in humans, find us that connection between people from different cultures, I think we'll have absolutely no (laughs) wars. I couldn't agree anymore. Yeah. Um, As you've
1: uh, developed as an artist and you've just released, uh, your newest album was released in November last year.
0: Last year, November, yeah.
1: How um, has your traveling and maybe the reception you've got in the UK especially, has that influenced the music you've made?
0: Yes, in fact, that's the reason why we called it Jag Changa, which means the beautiful world, simply because for the last four years we've been traveling to possibly every continent except Africa, and we've met some incredible musicians who have become great friends, uh, and uh, I wanted them all to be on the album. So I traveled all over again meeting these musicians and recording them. So, because of these travels and playing at various festivals and, and, and interacting with other musicians from different countries, uh, it definitely has kind of broadened my horizons as a musician and, and the idea was to get all those cultures in into the sound of the album and, and the eight songs that you have are all completely different from each other simply because it's inspired from a, by meeting another musician and, and uh, it's almost like a mixtape. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is there anyone uh, you would maybe tip that is playing at the Celtic Connections Festival?
0: I know you've been rushing about, so busy. Yeah. Is there anyone you think people should go and check out at the festival? You know, unfortunately, Celtic Connections has been incredibly cruel on us. that We've played a gig every two hours. Like today morning, we woke up at 8, 9.30, we sound checked till about 12 at the Hydro and rushed to play at the Indian reception for the Celtic Connections delegates. We finished that and walked here to Apple Store, finished this gig, and now we're rushing back to the Hydro to play the main gig. So we really didn't have any time to watch anybody else. To uh, I don't know if my bandmates have caught anybody else, but I just couldn't. So it's been uh, a very quick tour, and just two days we came all the way from Bangalore just to play t- yesterday and today, and we're rushing back tomorrow morning because we have other shows lined up there. Otherwise, I would have definitely made it a point to meet everybody and then go, yeah. You're a hard-working man. Yeah, just, just the situation. I can't complain, really. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> have we got any uh, questions at this point from anyone in the audience? Anyone got any burning questions they want to ask? Yes, we've got one down here. Um, you said that you are a classical dancer. Or you was, like I said.
0: You know, now I'm a belly dancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was at your gig last night in Moore.
0: Oh, you're there. Thank yeah.
1: you. Um, but I felt a little lost because I didn't know how to dance.
0: You don't know how to dance? Not, no. You just stand?
1: I would like you and to... And then move?
0: <laughs> That's it. That's the dance.
1: Do you have any um, dances that go with your music that you would um, care to show us? Sorry, come again? Would you um, show us a dance?
0: That... Oh, Gaurav. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What dance did you want to watch?
1: Something from your country.
0: From my country, oh my God! You really put me in a spot, didn't you? Why did you even allow this to happen great, great to me? Great question. <laughs> I really can't show any doubts. Like what all we know is, is you know, frankly speaking, the Western world only has been exposed to the tip of the iceberg of Indian music. In fact, people are very surprised when they see Indians playing rock guitars and, and the drum kit and 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 bass guitar and stuff. So when they say You said you play Indian music, so what are you doing with an electric guitar in your hand? Uh, The idea is to actually embrace instrument of any kind and then still be able to play Indian music on it. And then somehow the two worlds come together in that sense. So if you're asking me to really dance, I'm so sorry. Unless you're asking me to dance with you. (laughs) (laughs) See, I put you back in the spot.
1: As I said, I don't know how.
0: (laughs) I don't know too. I don't know. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Whatever you saw yesterday at Oran Mo is all I know about dancing and making people dance. It's the ping pong dance that we make everybody do. So yeah. (laughs) Have
1: we got any other questions? Oh. Oh, wow. Right there.
0: I love your gloves. What's your favorite song? What's my favorite song? Wow. That's a difficult question to answer, isn't it? Why are you all so determined to put me in a spot? (laughs) It's a discerning audience. (laughs) Okay. Um, Song from India? Is that what you're asking me? Anywhere. You know what? Uh, It's been my anthem personally, but there is a song by a rock band which you shouldn't be listening to. It's called Aerosmith, and they wrote a song called Dream On. and and That's my favorite song. (laughs) <laughs> what? I did not expect that as an answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and every song written by Queen. I love everything about Queen, yeah. Brilliant. There's, you'll learn something new every day.
1: <laughs> Have we got any other questions? Jess? What would you say the main differences of playing to a UK audience or an Indian audience
0: are? Actually, nothing. Simply because, if, even if I move out 200 kilometers of radius of my house, the language changes in India and nobody will understand me. Even within my home state, the songs that I writ- sing, which are written like centuries ago, is not the language that we speak today. So it's as alien as to anybody else. And that's that's a great testimonial for me to make, you know, to see that that music really does not have any language barrier as much as it's a cliche to say that. It is the truth. It is the truth that beyond language and other cultural barriers that we have made it for ourselves there's this human connection that happens that that you can relate to the emotions are all the same you I feel the same happiness that you would feel if you were on a roller coaster ride i think and and then probably feel the same pain when you see somebody else suffering or you know it's the same suffering I go through when i so at the core, we are all the same actually it's just We're just fortunate to be born in different countries and yet connect like this. Yeah, That's a
1: great question, thank you. Um, Any more questions before we let this poor man have a break for a while?
0: I was going to ask you, how would you describe your music? Would you describe it as Indian music? Would you describe it as pop music, world music? What would I call my music? Uh, I call it contemporary Indian folk music. Because that's the best way to describe it i wouldn't want to call it world music because we're not like truly uh like folk music like we're not like completely root music either uh we have rock and roll we have pop everything mixed into our music apart from the core being very indian music and then, so we call it contemporary folk music because that's what contemporary india is right now
1: Fantastic. Well, if that's it, I'd like to say thank you very much for thank coming and playing much, here. Ali, pleasure talking thank to you. Thank you for uh, being grilled by thank the you. Glaswegian audience. Thank and, you very much. <laughs> you really
0: did make it count for all the effort of coming here to the Apple store and performing here. Thank you very much. You've been lovely. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, right you lovely. <laughs>